You're listening to the Put Your Passion to Work podcast, where together we seek to gather inspiration, motivation, along with tangible tips to start and scale your coaching business. I'm your host, Michelle Marie, mindset and business coach. With over 18 years of business experience, you and I are going to transform your passion of helping others so you too can create a profitable coaching business. Let's have some fun while we build your biz starting right now. Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing a friend of mine and fellow coach, Lissa Jackson. She is a life and business coach who works full-time in corporate for marketing. She's a journalpreneur, and through her business, she is Inspired Co. She creates notebooks, journals, and planners that help women journal and plan their way to their ideal life. Her latest creation is the Self-Care Isn't Selfish Journal, and it's a tool to help women build and stick to their ideal self-care routines. I can't wait to dig into today's show. LJ and I had an amazing conversation, and you are going to pick up so many tips and tricks. Let's dive right in. It's these, it comes back to those things we know because we watch each other's Instagram stories. It's like, I feel like I know you, and I know about your, your kids, and I know what's going on in your world to some extent, so. Awesome. <laughs> Well, Alyssa, I want to thank you so much for being on the show today. I know that we aren't sure how we met, but it was on Instagram somehow, some way we found each other. And now we finally get to talk versus outside of the DMs and comments on Instagram. So welcome. Right. I love that. I think that our relationship, even though it's been through Instagram up until this point, I think it just shows that it's not just about that superficial piece on Instagram. Not everybody out there is just there to get followers. Like we made a a connection and a friendship and now here we are together on a podcast because of Instagram. So there's, there's still people out there to meet and I'm really glad I met you. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. So I'm really excited to introduce you to my audience. So why don't you tell us who you are, what you do and who you help? Well, my name is Lissa Jackson, but everybody just calls me LJ because it's easier and it's what I go by. Um, I am an ex-target executive turned full-time marketing professional. So I work nine to five, but on the side, I'm a life coach and a journalpreneur, as I like to call it. So I self-publish my own blank and now guided journals and planners that have my coaching magic infused into them. And I am sharing those with women around the world under the brand She's Inspired Co. So that's a little bit about me. I love it. And just a quick story we shared with each other before we hit record was a funny story. And and again, how we met on Instagram. You tagged me in something. Then I went to that something. So why don't we let our audience know about that? Yeah, that's such a funny story. Um, We had been, I don't know who followed who or how we got connected on Instagram, but it was through the magic of the universe. I had been watching your stories and hearing about your coaching. And so I tagged you in a giveaway on She Did It Her Way. It was either the podcast page or Amanda Bolin's page, the founder of She Did It Her Way. And it was an event in Chicago, which happens to not be that far from you. And you won a free ticket. And I think you went to that event. What was that event called? I did. And that's called... um, she did it her way with Amanda Bull, and I think it was self, it was named after her brand, and it was a networking event in Chicago. I'm in outside of Milwaukee, so less than a two-hour drive, and I know you're in New York. I was so excited to win that. Again, I thought it was like the universe not only connecting us, but then we were meant to meet to do this and then to 
um, just shout out to Amanda, who is another amazing coach. And we'll link all this that we talk about in the show notes. But yeah, I just love the power of coaching and networking and connecting, even though we're not in person and here we are. So I just love that story. Yeah, it's just such a, a crazy way that that all works. And it was so fun to see you go. And I got to see your stories of you being at the event. Make that personal connection with Amanda, who I originally came into her world. She did it her way. She has an amazing podcast, um, which we just referenced. She started in the same position that I did at Target. And so I remember listening to the Gold Digger podcast, not Gold Digger, but Gold Digger mm-hmm. um, by um, um, Jenna Kutcher. And Jenna Kutcher and Amanda Bowen were talking and they both started in the same position that I did at Target. And at, that was at a time that I was so burnt out and struggling in retail. I was getting my life coaching certification at that time. And I took it as just this sign from the universe that even though none of my coworkers understood me, even though they didn't get my coaching thing. I had to keep going and I had to keep pursuing and pushing forward. So it's just so funny how all of these different things will bring you back together and connect you in different ways. Yeah, that's really powerful because I, I noticed myself saying that word a lot, but I do find coaching is powerful and the coaches I meet, I always learn something from. And isn't it amazing how we cling to a coach because we have similar stories. I invested in one of my first coaches because she was very successful at what she did in her coaching business. And she works a full-time job like me. We're kind of having to stare at Excel spreadsheets all the time. And when I heard that story, we immediately clicked. And so that's also the power of storytelling and it's living your authentic life. So I want to dig into a little bit more about your life coaching practice and sort of who you help and what results that you get your clients. I love that. So I am a certified life and success coach. I went to the Coach Training Academy, which is out of Vancouver, and I was doing that program. I was doing it while I was working between 50 and sometimes 80 hours a week at Target in retail. Wow. And so when I first started as a coach, I was actually in the position of having all of this knowledge and having all of these ways that I could heal and coach other women to success. But even though I was successful on paper, I mean, I was 23 or 24 and running multiple Target stores. I mean, we're talking about just one of the target stores that I ran was a $40 million business. It's a lot of responsibility. It's on paper. It's a lot of responsibility. I had at one point, I had about seven or eight people I was directly responsible for. I was their leader. And then I had 200 more people underneath me. And my self-care wasn't there because the hours weren't there. I mean, I had an hour-long commute to my job. I had been working at least 50 hours a week, if not more. So it's not even just about you know, resources or the mindset. Sometimes it is just those hours, but even so I was making excuses, right? I was trapped in a bit of a a victim mentality and my coaching helped me understand that I wasn't stuck in that place and neither were any of the other women who were coming to me. So I really focus on helping women who are in their 20s, it seems to be a really common occurrence that women in their first or second job right out of college or trade school run into the same thing, which is that they making an adjustment to being the, the star student and really excelling at the format of school. And then things really flip. The switch totally flips when they get to the work world and the expectations are different and the patterns are different. And the ways that you got to excel in school are not the same ways that you're excelling in the work world, 
right? You can't just do your homework and get an A. It's all about results and numbers and the bottom line. And so those are the women that I help. And that's where, which I'm sure we'll touch on, that's where I get back to this idea of self-care not being selfish and giving women tools to prevent burnout. Because, you know, it's so cliche to say, but if, it, if your cup's not full, you can't fill anybody else's cup. It doesn't matter if you're a mama or a coach or just a human being. So I want to ask you something because your story and your success seems admirable. And it's like, wow, she kind of made it. She had this amazing job and responsibility at a young age. She's working, you, you talking about you, but I'm thinking to myself as you're talking, she's got this amazing corporate job for a really awesome company. I mean, hello, who doesn't love Target yet? you still had an itch for something more. Otherwise you wouldn't be doing life coaching. So what was that transition like for you that made you realize, hey, something's ha something has to change. I need to do more or I need to do something different. Can you talk us through that? Mm, mm, definitely. I mean, stepping back just a bit before you I got that corporate job. I mean, I am the first person in my family to go to college. I am the first person in my family to break through the poverty line. And so I had a lot of pressure that I put really on myself. It wasn't necessarily from anybody else in my family, but I put that pressure on myself to own that first break out of poverty. And so having the corporate job and working hard felt like my responsibility. And I think that's why I stayed at Target for three years really just pushing and and going through the motions not realizing that there was necessarily more out there and i think the hardest part when i'm thinking about the, the other women or people listening to this podcast the hardest part is you feel that itch that things can go from good to great you feel that itch and at that point you're not necessarily surrounded by people who see the same vision right people didn't understand why I was investing to go to school to become a life coach when I had gotten a full scholarship to go to school for $250,000. And like, here you are trying to invest more money into becoming, which is not necessary. You don't have to pay to go to school to become a coach. You can just become a coach, but that's what I felt I needed. And so a lot of it was my own mindset and just deciding that I was going to take the first step, pay the first payment and do it even though nobody around me understood or saw the vision. And I wasn't connected to any other coaches. I wasn't, like all I had was podcasts probably and people that I didn't know. And now I know tons of coaches and it almost feels the opposite. It feels like everything's saturated and everybody's a coach, but that's just because I changed my worldview and I changed where I hang out. Um, exactly. And so it's that heart itch. It's that moment where you think like, I don't, I'm, I'm good but I deserve great. I love that. The moment your heart itches, that's how you know. <laughs> so I yeah. know from following you on Instagram that you also are an author. You said you earlier, you are a journalpreneur. I want to talk about that process. First of all, I want you to tell us about your journals because I want everyone in my audience to be able to get one if they want to. And also kind of your process about I'm a life coach and I want to do this because of this. And have this offering. So I'm leading into like the passive income on how you can coach proactively, but you work full time. So there's a limit there and how you decided to break through that with your journaling. So can we talk about your journals and what they're for, who they help, sort of how that's contributing to your success? 
Yeah, absolutely. I think what's interesting about my journey thus far is it was the end of 2018, right about on the dawn of 2019. I was a certified coach and I knew I wanted to do more, a theme here. And I didn't know what I wanted to offer. I knew I wanted to offer things into the world other than just one-to-one coaching because I wanted to reach more people than I can through just one-to-one coaching. And so my first big scary step was to just start a company other than just a sole proprietorship, which is what we do here in the US when you just want to start a one-person venture. I started an LLC, but I didn't know what the heck I wanted to do. And so I have this mantra, which is that I can do anything good and you can do anything good. And I say it all the time. And I have a sign in my, my bedroom, in my office that says it. And so I just named my company Anything Good LLC. And I just started and I started doing one-to-one coaching and I just learned and listened for basically eight months. I had no idea what I wanted to offer. And it wasn't until April of this year of 2019 that I came across this idea. I mean, if you look in the drawers of my desk, if you look around my house, you're going to find stationery and planners everywhere. I've been a planner and a stationary lover for years. But if you had asked me if I was going to start a product-based business, even, even six months ago, I would have told you you were crazy. Absolutely crazy because I had all these negative beliefs about, well, that costs a lot of money. I'm going to need thousands of dollars of investment up front. I'm going to need 50,000 followers on Instagram. I'm going to need this. I'm going to need that. And that's everybody else's story who I was taking in. And one day I just decided what if all those things aren't true? What if I look into this some more? What if I say 300 followers on Instagram is enough? What if I say maybe it doesn't take thousands and thousands of dollars up front? And so I just started learning and I started learning about self-publishing and I created my first prototype. And by June of 2019, I launched my first line of just blank notebooks. I sold over a hundred copies that month. And then every single month I just keep growing. And then in September, that's when the light bulb moment struck me. And I said, okay, people don't know what to do with just blank lines. They're pretty, they use them for their general journaling practice. But what I want to share with the world is about burnout and self-care. And so I took all the things I learned, and this is the beauty of having a coaching practice. You know, when you can work one-on-one with people, you see the same repeating patterns over and over and over again. I'm, I know you know that. Oh, yes. And so you can take out those themes and then you can package them in a way that can then help more than just your one-on-one clients. And that's exactly what I did. And now I've sold over 300 copies of my journals. I'm basically just a few months into the process and I'm seeing that income grow. And it is so cool to be sitting at my desk at work, my nine to five job, and just see the sales coming through. That's the passive income piece. Passive income isn't truly passive. I've had to do a lot of work to get up into that point, but it's that ability to make a sale without interfacing one-to-one with somebody that's helping me leverage my time and build a second part-time income without leaving my nine-to-five. Thank you for saying that because when we hear the word passive income, we think, wow, we're going to make money while we sleep. Yeah, you can. That has the potential, but it is a lot of work invested up front to get that thing created. A lot of the times there's this drip strategy that a lot of coaches teach on. And I do too, if that's what you feel aligned to do. But the drip strategy is when you pre-sell, you pre-sell something. And if you sell it, then you make it. 
to me, I always thought that that's a good idea, but it also has a lot of stress and overwhelm because now you have to deliver and now you're under the gun. So did you do, it sounds like you did not do that strategy. You just felt so aligned and you said, what if, and you went out and did that thing. And now you're creating success around that. I also love that someone can start with you and your brand by purchasing a self-guided journal. And then if they want more, it just seems like a natural lead in to work with you one-on-one. So have you noticed that you've been funneling people into your one-on-one service from these journals as well? Yeah, definitely. I think part of my mission here is, I think as a coach, we're always serving a, a previous version of ourselves. The previous version of me had $3 in her bank account. Okay, so I was the kind of person that would have wanted a life coach and would have jumped at the opportunity to have that, but to pay somebody a fair hourly rate or package to provide that service, I wouldn't have had that. And so one thing I love about providing the journals or whatever, if you're listening to this, whatever you can provide, that's basically maybe $50 or $25 or less, you're serving your mission to help people through that and you're getting them into your world. You're giving them a tool which if it's formatted correctly and it helps them with their life, who knows what kind of relationship you're building with that person to get them up into your your world and, and your sales pipeline, even if that's not your intention. If you're in, I come at this with the intention of just serving, but then I have people who are coming in and they're raving fans of my journals. Who knows a year from now where their life will be because they've implemented self-care and some of the new products that I'm coming out with over the next few months. They're improving their lives. That's going to help them be more successful, make more money. And I think that women who have good money do good things and they invest back in good things. And that could include my services. And so I really see it that way. I love that. Stress, overwhelm, and burnout are words in our vocabulary and our life as moms and working women too often. So if I'm struggling with any of those things, LJ, how can your journal help me? Mm, I've really designed the Self-Care Isn't Selfish journal by She's Inspired Co., my brand. I really designed it with all of the different things that I see as patterns through my one-to-one coaching in mind. There's eight different layouts in there that allow you to set reasonable self-care goals, right? Sometimes our self-care goal is to run a marathon. And if you're at that point, that should be your goal. But for so many of us, the goal just needs to be to brush your teeth twice a day and floss really well. And it sounds silly, but you want to make goals that you can actually keep You can keep the promise to yourself for those goals and you build off of them. You don't just go straight to being a marathon runner. You start with stretching and then you run maybe one mile or a half a mile or you walk half a mile a day. You you take baby steps just like in business. Uh, So it has the ability to create those goals. It's got other tools in it like a mood tracker, a workout tracker daily gratitude, because I think that's a huge part of self-care and feeling grateful for what you currently have is going to help you with your happiness. The journal is built to help you with these things, but that said, you can implement self-care practices with any tools that you currently have. It's about setting small goals, tracking your daily routines, and just finding time for the things that fill up your cup. I hope that the journal provides some more structure and some fun because a lot of parts are coloring based and I really love being able to tick a little box. I'm in love with to-do lists, so I think of it like my self-care to-do list. But either way, there's small things that you can do no matter 
if you're a mama, if you're a business owner, if you're working 80 hours a week, there's still little things. It's a cup of tea. It's five minutes in the shower. It's five minutes of meditation. Whatever it is, you can do it. I follow this woman on Instagram. Speaking of Instagram uh, inspiration, maybe we can link her in the show notes, but uh, she has two kiddos now and I watch her every day. She does a time-lapse video of herself and she's got a nine-month-old and she does five minutes of meditation every day. And you can see while she's trying to do her meditation, her nine-month-old is basically crawling all over her. And to me, this is Kim Perry. Her Instagram is at Kim Perry. Co. To me, she's such a role model of no excuses. You literally see her meditating for five minutes, even though her nine-month-old is like crawling up her neck because she she said, this is for me. This is my minute. Oh, I That's love that. Yeah. We'll shout her out too. So where can we find you? I love your journal. It sounds like it has all the things. And as women who wear many hats, this seems like the perfect journal. So where can we find it and where can we learn more about you and your services? You can find all my journals and my um, upcoming planners coming out in October of 2019 at www.sheisinspiredco.com. And then you can find the Instagram at she's in co and I'm over at life and biz with LJ. So on Instagram, life and biz with LJ. That's where I kind of share my more personal side of things. Um, and just my journey. I'm really transparent about mistakes that I make. I've made, I'm dyslexic. So I make misspellings in my listings on Amazon sometimes. And I'm really open about some of these things so that we don't get the perception that you have to be perfect to get started. If, if that's the one thing that I could share through this podcast is that if you have an inkling, if you have that heart itch, as we were calling it, the first step is just to get started and to start imperfectly. If I regret anything through my business journey, it's not getting started when I got interested in this all back in probably 2013. I sat and listened and watched, and I was probably listening to a podcast just like this, thinking about it, but not taking action. So if that's you and you're listening, this is me calling you out to say it's time to take action. And I couldn't have said it better myself. LJ. So thank you so much for being here. I know my audience learned so much today. You're one smart cookie. And I just want to say thank you so much again. And I can't wait to see where our journeys as coaches take us. Oh, thank you so much. Hey, real quick before you go, if you are inspired by today's show and you learned something new, I want you to take a screenshot post it in your Instagram stories and tag me at put your passion to work because together we can practice abundance, take inspired action and help motivate other passionate women just like us.